Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time to rise and grind with us here on the SportsGrid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. This is the early line. Donnie Wrightside and Joe Ranieri. And over the next two hours, we got you covered with the hottest topics in sports. And I got to tell you right now, Joe, flipping the calendar, it's already February. Where did January go, Joe? It's absolutely crazy, uh, Donnie, really. And, and, you know, next thing you know, we'll be coming on here in the morning and uh, we'll be getting ready for March Madness. Uh, it feels like it's a week away. It's it's just, it's getting crazier, Donnie. I don't know what it is. Must be the moon. I don't know what's going on with the lunar thing. We're going to have to take a look. My goodness. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, the end of the show here on the last topic of the day, it's actually Major mm. League Baseball opening day. They've announced Yo. who's going to play and what times. Are we already in baseball season? My goodness. Wow. Time is absolutely flying as we head Oof. into the 7-7 seven and seven headlines this morning. Big game last night at Madison mm. Square Garden. LeBron James facing the New York Knicks. 129-123 final. LeBron James triple-double gets it done. Him and AD, sensational last night. Two overtime. And Knicks basically fumbled the bag here, Joe. Oh, no, they, they fumbled it uh, big time. But get, listen, give the Lakers uh, credit. They, yeah. they kept uh, coming, and they were the more determined team and made a heck of a lot fewer mistakes down the uh, stretch. But LeBron is now, what, uh, just under 100 points, I think 89 points away from breaking the record. So uh, good job by him last night in the Lakers. Yeah, the favorite now at the FanDuel Sportsbook on which game to break that, Joe Ranieri, against the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll see how that plays mm. out. But I think LeBron yes. James said it best in the postgame press conference. Hey, look, I'm going to break it one way or another. Don't worry when it happens. I'm going to be here around for a couple more years. So, obviously, I'm going to break that. We'll see what it is. But also, credit the Lakers for using their quote-unquote vacation days in Brooklyn to get that victory in overtime against the New York yep. Knicks. Let's keep it moving to the NFL here. Sean Payton to the Broncos. Big news yesterday, mm. Joe, in the NFL. Yeah, huge. Uh, cost them, uh, well, an arm and a leg here. Uh, but Dang just it. between their coach and quarterback, uh, they pretty much uh, have uh, excluded the ability of getting a first or second round pick over the next three years. So they better like the team and he better figure out what's going on with Russell Wilson. Otherwise, he's going to wish he stayed on TV instead of the sidelines. Yeah, the Denver Broncos using that Los Angeles Rams theory of draft picks. What draft picks? We'll see how that turns yeah. out. But also, another head coaching hiring yesterday, Demeco Ryans to the Texans on a six-year deal. They got their man down in Texas. Yes, uh, in, intriguing hire. I mean, A, he played there. But B, yeah. 
He also sued the Texans uh, because of field conditions uh, when he was a player not too long ago, uh, which is intriguing uh, there. But they brought him back with open arms, and he's got a whole lot of draft picks coming up here, uh, Donnie, over the next few years. Yeah, we got a couple segments coming up with both of those coaches. Big news, each one of those divisions. We'll see how it mm. plays out here. But I want to see how something plays out in the Pro Bowl games. According to uh, Joe Ranieri, Donnie Wright's on the Sports Grid Network, we are the fifth alternates for quarterbacks here. Both myself yes. and Joe. Why? Tyler Huntley threw two touchdown passes. He's a Pro Bowler, Joe. Yes. Yeah, no, he is. And uh, he's basically the only one uh, left uh, that would uh, be willing to actually show up and participate in these uh, festivities here. Uh, intriguing, um, to say the least, but I do find it interesting that uh, Josh Allen uh, has an injury, couldn't couldn't show up here, but he is at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am playing golf, so there's always that. Welcome in the, yeah. <laughs> we'll welcome in the radio audience on that note right here. You're watching and listening live to the early line on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. And by the way, to, to the Pro Bowl games, Joe Ranieri, there is a long drive competition. That couldn't dissuade Josh Allen yes. to get back there? What's going on here? Come on. I, I'm swear we're, we're two years away from it just being that, like a scramble golf tournament in the NFL for the uh for the for the Pro Bowl week. That's all that's about where we're heading right now. <laughs> nah, it really seems like it here. And heading down to the Tennessee Titans, some news breaking, which I always find interesting mm. here. The NFL Players Association went on a rampage last year, Joe, basically saying, like, you better give us yep. grass or we're gonna have some serious issues. So the Titans go, Oh, we got grass. Now we're going to give you some turf. Let's get after it. I I, I don't know. It, it's um, year after year, Donnie, we see some of these, you know, these makeshift places without any real grass, right? These turf things and guys just keep getting hurt and hurt. And uh, we continue to pretend like it's no big deal, but it's going to be a big deal with somebody uh, one of these days that uh, is going to absolutely destroy a franchise's season. And then we'll see what they do. I'm telling you right now, it's the equivalent of go in your backyard and play tackle football. Okay, go on your uh, driveway and play tackle football. Like cement. That's the difference between turf and grass. Exactly. Yep. And they try to tell you yep. each and every, like, hey, it's getting better. It's synthetic. It's just like the real thing. It's not yeah. like the it's real thing. It's cheaper. Grass is the way to go. <laughs> exactly. Cheaper to maintain, easier. Yep. Let's sell well. everybody on it here. How about this? Washington offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb says no to Alabama's offensive coordinator position, which is interesting, Joe, because apparently when you become the Alabama offensive coordinator, you print money for the rest of your career and take whatever coaching job you want. Interesting. Yeah, no, uh, there's a few positions in Alabama. You got a D.C. and, uh, you know, that's uh, maybe not as um, not the job everyone once thought it was or it was made out to be. Interesting, Saban. Yeah, it certainly is interesting. How about this one? The Kansas Jayhawks here returned the favor against Kansas State mm. 90 to 78 victory oh. at the fog. Yeah, that was uh Big Brother uh reminding little brother. Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 get crazy here. All right, settle down. All right, stay right there. We'll handle this. Yeah, back Unreal. to the little apple Kansas State goes as we mm -hmm. switch it over. Sean Payton in Denver. Big news. Let's break it all down mm. next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio 
and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right back at it here, hour number one of the early line. Big topics in the NFL going down yesterday almost simultaneously, but I want to spend some time talking about the Denver Broncos, who their next head coach will be Sean Payton, formerly of the New Orleans Saints here. How it all went down, let's take a look, because yesterday there was so much information on Twitter from the heavy hitters of the NFL and the beat writing scene. Ian Rappaport actually said this, the Broncos over the past few weeks zeroed in on Demeco Ryan's secretly tried to lure Jim Harbaugh from Michigan, tried to hire Ryans again, negotiated a deal with Sean Payton, and finally got their guy. What a roller coaster here from the Denver Broncos, Joe Ranieri, just over the past few weeks. His tweet, it was kind of crazy, too, because um, yeah, I, nobody thought ever, I think, that Denver would look even remotely close towards yeah. a D.C. head coach, given yeah. the current situation and and how they had to fire their rookie I mean a rookie and a DC um basically it makes no sense with the you know how invested they are with Russell Wilson but again I look at these two you gotta wonder all right so who benefits by leaking what they were leaking to Ian Rappaport right like who does that benefit um because there's always something behind those kinds of leaks there uh did uh did Demega Ryan said did he benefit from the fact of maybe it got him a little more money over at uh, Houston when he cut the deal there I we knew Harbaugh was gonna interview with somebody the Harbaugh makes sense Peyton makes sense the Denver uh Demega Ryan's never made any sense uh, to the uh, Denver Broncos at all as far as I was concerned you know it's interesting all the way through too because I-, I love how it comes down like a superstar coaching search like everybody was involved seemingly with denver and last year under nathaniel hackett coming into it they were the third highest you know price or should i say third lowest price team in the afc to win the super bowl at eight to one the team total yep. for them or should i say the win total last year was nine and a half games they won five they were so underachieving. Unreal. It was almost like you couldn't jump on the bandwagon fast enough for the Denver Broncos. Hey, all they needed, Joe, was a quarterback here. But then we fast forward and say to yourself, okay, you know, they paid a lot for Russell Wilson, didn't perform all that well. Is he over the hill? But also, I love the Michigan aspect of it with Harbaugh. I'm staying at Michigan yes. here. And then word leaks out like he's in constant contact with the Walton family about being a head coach there. Give me one little quip from you here, Joe, on what you think about Harbaugh, who's always like, I love Michigan. I'm never going anywhere. And every year he's in on every coaching search. 
Yeah, it's almost, and again, it's almost as if uh, the the negotiation behind the scenes, uh, there's something he wants. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, his agents and his his team, those things get leaked and those things started because push is coming to shove in the back. Either he wants something that they're, they're, you know, they're hesitating on and it's like, oh, okay, well, in that case, I'll just jump back to the NFL. Oh, oh, you don't want me to go? Oh, okay. Uh, It's amazing how that game is played here with these guys. No, it really is. But how about this too? Let's take a look at the dollar figure. Now, the one thing that we do know in the NFL, you have a salary cap on your roster. You can't, you can only spend a certain Mm. amount, which it is going up by 16 million next year. But the coaching searches, you can pay whatever funds you want to any coach and coaching staff to try to build a winner that way. That gives you a competitive advantage. As it turns out here, it looks like Sean Payton is going to get 20 plus million dollars a year to try to turn around the Denver Broncos. But also on top of that, anybody would have probably paid Peyton that amount of funds. But also, Joe, you had to send multiple picks back to the New Orleans Saints in order to get the rights to Sean Payton. And this comes from a team that's not like saying, hey, you know what? We have four first rounders over the next two years. Sure, we'll give one away. This is a team already strapped in the lottery and went even deeper into debt there. What are your thought process here on the Denver Broncos? Not only paying 20 plus million for a head coach, but also giving away more draft capital that they currently don't have. Yeah, I I mean, you had to send the first round pick this year, a second rounder in 2024. You already Mm -hmm. gave up a whole bunch to get Russell Wilson the year, you know, last year, you had to give up uh, a whole bunch of draft picks there to Seattle. And of course, that was the uh, thief job of the century uh, there with Pete Carroll as we're all laughing going, yeah, Pete, Pete just having a rip-roaring time. Going to be a great draft for Seattle. Thanks, Denver. But I don't know what the choice here was uh, for Denver. You made the wrong hire. Offensive-minded guy you thought was the right move. You got new ownership group. You, and now all of a sudden in one year, you almost you almost sunk the entire franchise. So this is, the, to me, this was the only move they really had. You had to either go out and get a proven commodity and maybe Harbaugh or Payton. That was it. There was nobody else that was going to be able to go in and take over this job. 152 and 89 is the career record of Sean Payton. Super Bowl ring. And oh yeah, by the way, averaged just about 11 wins a year with the Saints. Saints never finished worse than seven and nine in 15 years. Uh, And yeah, of course, Drew Brees had a pretty good career there and was top in just about every passing category there is. So right man at the right time, but boy, oh boy, did it cost you to go get him uh, instead of, uh, you know, getting the right hire last year. This was always going to be a problem because Peyton was under contract until what, 2024? Somebody was going to have to pay this for him. It's interesting to look at, too, because going over the coaches that have gotten compensation in trades, it was six of them. Bill Parcells in 97, mm-hmm. Mike Holmgren in 99, yep. Bill Belichick in 2000, John Gruden in 2002. He went for two first-round picks and $8 million. But then again, you say, that's ridiculous. You know what happened to the Tampa Bay franchise? Yeah, they won a Super Bowl from that trade. Exactly. So nobody's going to complain about that one. Herm Edwards yep. in 06, and then finally, Sean Payton here in 2023. Talk to me, Joe, about a Saints perspective, because I thought they did very well. Because even though you have Sean Payton and he's a known commodity and guys want him, you can always go back to the Saints and be like, hey, we just won't sign the guy. You won't get anything here. So the fact for me that they got a first-round pick back there really helps out because also 
they lost their first round pick, or should I say traded it to the Philadelphia Eagles, which turns out to be the 10th overall pick for them. I thought the Saints did really well yesterday. Yeah, no, I they did uh, fantastic uh, yesterday. I mean, to be a, and we know, I mean, draft capital is everything with mm -hmm. teams, especially that are missing some key components of what's going on. Um, they will have, uh, I mean, really, really good stuff. I think they they traded away, if I'm not mistaken, their first round pick uh, in this upcoming draft. Um, they lost it to the Eagles, I believe, yep. is where uh, it, it ended up going. So now, all of a sudden, they get it back. I mean, it, it was really, really, it was a win-win because Sean Payton, listen, you, you could have gotten nothing for him if he sat out one more year because that contract was over in 2024, right? So, okay, um, strike wide the iron is hot. You have supply and demand. You have a team that absolutely needed uh, a proven commodity that you owned and was under contract. So take advantage while you can. That's exactly what they did. By the way, great move by the agent as well, because those stories, you know, that leaked out last week, like, ah, oh, we'll yes. just go back to the booth. He's fine. He doesn't want to, he doesn't have to coach. Meanwhile, we knew Sean yep. Payton wanted to coach. I mean, the guy basically has a full staff ready to go and let it be known two months ago that he's back in business and he winds up with the Denver Broncos. Talk to me about this, Joe. 2023 Denver Broncos. So many high expectations in 2022. They were a disaster. What are we looking forward to next year from a Broncos perspective? Well, uh, are we going to be, I mean, that's the real question. Are we going to be talking about a five-year, $245 million extension that they, uh, that, and how it was the worst deal ever known to mankind? Or um, are we going to be talking about, all right, it was a, we, the reality is Hall of Fame career, Russell Wilson, what he's put up here so far in his career, Donnie, we've never seen a guy fall off the cliff this bad before. So something is, something's got to change. Does he have anything left in a tank? Yeah, but he needs the right guy to be able to get it out of him. Uh, he spent his entire career in Seattle. Change of scenery maybe wasn't the best thing, but now maybe Sean Payton will be. Yeah, Sean Payton's a great offensive mind, and we'll see if it works out. But also, when a coach comes to town and says, hey, maybe the old guy doesn't have it anymore, let's move on. Yeah. So they got like three or four years of 50-plus million-dollar cap hits that they're going to take oh, yeah. in dead money if they release him. So they're stuck, yep. and they are basically married at the hip now. Demeco Ryan said yep. the Texans, huge news down there. Did it make sense? Mm. Come on back and find out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. 
coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talking about the carousel of coaches here in the NFL as it continues to turn. Two jobs still open out there, the Arizona Cardinals and the Indianapolis Colts. But I do want to put a bow on Sean Payton to the Denver Broncos because obviously it was the biggest topic of yesterday. And Joe, I need your opinion on this, right? We take a look at a coach that's going to sign, let's just say, a five-year deal at $20 million. That's $100 million in guaranteed funds that are going to go to a coach. Russell Wilson's five-year mega deal basically has four years where it says, yeah, Denver, you can't get out of this without a massive dead cap penalty. Let's play devil's advocate. Let's go next year. And Sean Payton does his thing, but they're eight and nine, the Denver Broncos. And it's clear that Russell Wilson isn't the man for the job. How do you get out from under this, Joe? Is it possible? No, I, I don't think there's an exit strategy here at all. I, I think, uh, Donnie, this was all the chips were pushed in the middle of the table when you made the deal for him. I think the Broncos knew yeah. this. They were very much in a win-now situation, very much like the 49ers, uh, you know, were a very much let's push it in. We think we can get this. Now, they don't. What are they going to do for a quarterback position? Nobody knows. And the same thing here for Denver. What happens if this doesn't work? You're basically setting the franchise back, uh, what, five years, Donnie, at the very least? Because you don't have a draft pick in the first or second round for nearly three years here. This, you don't have a choice. This is it. You pushed all in. No more excuses. The question is, if it doesn't work, is that a reflection of Sean Payton? Or is that a reflection on ownership who gave $245 million to an over-the-hill quarterback? Isn't it crazy we're talking about that, too? Because the, the least of the Denver Broncos' problems last year was like, we finally did it, Joe. We did it. We got our Pro Bowl, All-Pro, Hall yep. of Fame quarterback in his prime for at least a few years. The hard part's done. Let's just go out and make it happen. And they were a disaster. So now we're looking at Russell. Who would have thought two years ago you'd be looking at Russell Wilson like, is he a shot fighter already in the NFL? Yep. A lot of questions certainly to be decided for the Denver Broncos. One question that we don't have anymore about the Houston Texans, who their head football coach is. Demeco Ryans here signs a six-year deal with the Texans. Now, let's get right after it here. Word was breaking all over yesterday, and I don't think it's any coincidence, Joe, that we had simultaneous hires for the Texans and the Denver Broncos because yesterday it was all over Twitter and social media. Ian Rappaport tweeting, basically, Demeco Ryans, they wanted him, the Denver Broncos, to be their head coach. Mm -hmm. Did he ghost them and go to the Texans and use it for an extra year on his contract? But it is kind of interesting where the Broncos zeroed in on Ryan's. He wound up with the Texans. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and and listen, you never know. Was it that he had no plans on ever going to Denver, but just utilized him in the nego- utilized them for the negotiations? You, uh, you know, with Houston, which is the game that is being played here, uh, guys. That's why you know, the guys like Ian Rappaport and everybody else, yeah. You know, they're getting calls from sources. Those sources are agents. Let's be realistic here for one group or the other. Uh, Always ask yourself, all right, so who does this benefit by leaking this right now? Well, us knowing this here, Donnie, and I think it was the negotiations to hurry up with Houston and make a decision who 
Hey, listen, it's a interesting spot for him. He played there. All right. He had a lawsuit against them, uh, by the way, uh, because uh, the field, he ended up getting hurt on the field, I believe, ended up suing them. Um, but, you know, no uh, water under the bridge, apparently, because they went out and they're saying this was the guy. But they have pretty much a blank slate here, Donnie. They've got more draft picks than they know what to do with over the next couple of years. So what do you do with that number two pick? You just hired a defensive-minded guy. So is Will Anderson or Jalen Carter now going to be your number one pick? Are you building the defense first? Or who's your OC going to be? Hey, listen, nice hire. It's an intriguing one. You get to build it the way you want to build it. But, man, I got to know who that OC is, though, first and foremost. Yeah, let's hit some of these bullet points here on the Texans because the very first thing that sticks out is typically when a coach gets hired, it's usually a four- or five-year mm. deal. Demeco Ryan's got six, and I love what his agent probably did goes, you know, we just saw he fired two yep. straight guys after one year with a horrendous roster. Now, we don't have a good roster by any stretch right now, but if you're going to fire my guy after one year, he's going to have five more years that you're going to pay out. So sends that signal like this is finally a long-term hire for the Houston Texans where, again, in the NFL, you are hired to be fired, but it is rare to get fired after one year. At least Demeco Ryan's probably looking at three years for this turnaround here. Six-year deal for Demeco Ryan's. Good job by his agent, Joe, right? Oh, yes. And that's hence the leaks and the uh, old Broncos want him. He's going to go to the Broncos. Well, listen, if you give us that sixth year, uh, we won't even go. I mean, they, he did. They didn't go to Carolina. Uh, apparently, they couldn't coordinate that. But I think they got, you know, they, they wanted Frank Reich to begin with. Uh, so, you know, this was it, it's an intriguing situation from the standpoint, Donnie, where, OK, so if Houston opted not to give you the job, you know, he's back at the 49ers, worst case scenario, and we do this all over again. So I love the leverage spot here for him. But, hey, careful what you wish for now because you're not inheriting anything but a blank slate. So now you're going to build this team in your persona, and if you're as good as everyone says you are, um, in a winnable division, Houston's fast track to the top of the AFC South, it should happen sooner rather than later, shouldn't it, Don? No, it should. And also, let's take a look at the two jobs here in the coaching staffs that we're looking at, or should I say coaching opportunities. The Denver Broncos mm. immediately say, you know, ownership much better overall than what the Texans have certainly provided us over the past five years. But also at the same time, I've been known for the past two months ago, I actually think the Houston job is a better situation. Oh, Donnie, you're crazy. Yeah. How could you actually say that? You got Russell Wilson. You I'm can turn you. it around. You got an elite defense. You got a more premier franchise. I understand that. But let's be real about this. If you're Demeco Ryan's, you step in and go, I have, like, you just fired back to back head coaches after one year. We've been a terrible yeah. franchise. I have unlimited draft picks here and unlimited funds here to spend on the salary cap. I'm going to get time to work this in. And oh, yeah, did you see my division? You see what I compete against? Hey, we know Jacksonville. There's probably an up and coming team. Who knows where the Texans, the Titans will be, and also the Indianapolis Colts are a complete mess right now. In two or three years, I can have the best team and certainly have shots at winning the division, getting to the playoffs, and maybe a Super Bowl. And then you take a look at the Denver Broncos. They got Peyton fantastic. He might be able to turn on Russell Wilson. My goodness, Joe, you're playing the Chiefs and the Chargers yep. every single year, and who knows what the Vegas Raiders are going to turn out to be. So from a coaching perspective for myself, where's my best opportunity to succeed? For me, it would have been the Houston Texans. And no doubt. Uh, anytime you 
are hired on a with a franchise that is hitting the reset button uh and they have the opportunity uh to do it you know we just saw this with the jets a few back you know with uh it took them forever too to figure out they finally got joe douglas they finally got the front office right and then the front office got uh robert sala they you know and they're on the right track with a million and one different draft picks that's huge i mean it doesn't get any better when you have a blank canvas here and you get the now build up a team with a whole lot of draft capital uh now that's the easy part uh, what happens now once you get them all here there are decisions that need to be made from the i mean the jets couldn't get the oc position right with a young quarterback i mean this is even more important is who is going to lead the offense on this team when you have the number two draft pick coming up here is it a quarterback which quarterback a lot of decisions to be made still for houston it's a great point you bring up here because for me when you look at the nfl coaching landscape it's very easy to get mm -hmm. a really good defensive coordinator they're out there big fan yes. out there which is like how does that possible at this point right you can find them here but when you hire the defensive coordinator as your head coach you just ask that great question who is your offensive coordinator because if the offensive yep. coordinator comes in and he's anything decent he's probably going to be a head coach and leave your franchise in a year or two if you made that Correct. same offensive coordinator your head coach he could be there for 10 15 or 20 years as yep. long as he's good because he will have control of the franchise and that's his offense are we surprised here that the Texans did go DC? I'm not knocking Demeco Ryan the same way I didn't knock Robert Sala nope. to the New York Jets. They're really good coaches. But in this day and age, if I'm looking to find my quarterback like the Jets are with a defensive head coach, like the Texans are with now a defensive head coach, could that be an issue? And do you agree that maybe they should have gone offense? Or are you okay with the defensive hire? Well, AFC South. It's not exactly a uh, bevy of uh, offensive uh, juggernauts there, now is it? Uh, nobody seems to have a quarterback. Tennessee don't have a quarterback. The only team you're really going to have to worry about competing against because they have their quarterback is Jacksonville. And how? what is the best way to approach that, right? I mean, Peyton Manning ain't coming available. Andrew Luck ain't coming available. And it, so you better be able to play defense uh, and compete that way first uh and then worry about building up uh the offense coming here so i understand the direction they're heading because the con the division that they play in you can't have a mediocre defense against jacksonville they will light you up over the next five years so um you better get the next couple of hires right i don't think they're still going to be at the bottom of the division over the next few years but it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, the Jets, hey, they weren't the laughing stock of the AFC East uh, anymore this year. Had they do it, Donnie? Then it would all defense. Well, let's see what uh, Demeco Ryans can do. A couple different things they can do in the offseason this year. You can go and get that free agent quarterback or make a trade. Derek Carr looks to go to the Houston Texans as possibly yes. after David Carr was the number one overall pick. But also, do you head into the draft and get your guy, which would be obvious? Or do you wait one year and say, you know what? Let me find out about this football team. Or Davis Mills out. What's the worst thing that can happen? We had a couple solid players in the draft. Then we might get Caleb Williams next year and really set the market on fire. There's so many different yep. options to take a look at for the Houston Texans. But again, as opposed to the Denver Broncos, Joe, they actually have a lot of options. Let's head to the NBA yes. coming up next. A big night. That was all that. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right back at it here on the early line on a Wednesday morning, February 1st. Joe Ranieri and Donnie Wright side here. Time to flip it over from the NFL to the NBA hardwood. Some big doings yesterday, including... Madison Square Garden on center stage with LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers taking on the New York Knicks. The Knicks were a slight favorite in this game, but the final score, 129 to 123. Big efforts out of the tandem, Davis and LeBron James. 28 points, 27 points respectively, but how about this? Jalen Brunson on the Knicks, 37 points in a losing effort here. Give me some initial thoughts on the Lakers-Knicks game last night from your perspective, Joe. Uh, you know, it's, listen, Knicks fans will tell you, uh, it's the same old, same old. Like, nothing's changed. It's, uh, you know, they uh, have opportunities to win big games uh, at home, and they don't get it, uh, they don't get it done uh, per usual. Uh, now, I may be... A little burned here because I had uh, the Knicks in the first half of that game uh, yesterday because if it's one thing we know, guys, the New York Knicks are the single best first half team against the number this year. They are absolutely monstrous. Um, Hence, a four-point lead uh, in the final seconds of that first half when uh, Schroeder somehow chucks it up from section 203 Uh, and banks it in, and all of a sudden that, uh, you know, laying one means it's a push here, uh, Donnie. And for the Knicks to be so good in the first half and so proud, meaning they're taking leads, Donnie, into the break, what is happening in the second half of these games? Uh, What's happening is they're melting down, and they can't play four quarters, and that is not a mark. That, you know, that is not a trait you want with uh, with the New York Knicks. And they did it again last night. They had this game well in hand. They controlled it early. They come out of the break. And the first thing they do is let the Lakers go on a nice little run, get right back into it, and voila. And then they pretty much trailed. They were lucky to get this game to overtime, Donnie. Uh, and then when they did, two of the first three possessions resulted in turnovers to the Lakers, uh, who converted on both. And... Game over. There it is. Lakers win. 
Let's hit this game from a few different angles also from off the court. And the reason why I'm talking about this is, as we know, it's always highly publicized now. The days, the maintenance games that these players mm. take off, and the NBA does it to themselves by playing back-to-back games. Now, if we try to analyze that, and how can we change it, take away the back-to-backs, it seems as easy as possible that way. But let's just look at actually what happened here. Like, the biggest city in the world, you're playing the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. Number one, why you would put that on back-to-back nights is ridiculous because you know in this day and age in the NBA, somebody is going to take a maintenance day, and it just so happens mm-hmm. it was both Anthony Davis and LeBron James in Brooklyn before they played against the New York Knicks. Now, also, secondarily, for the Lakers, they're 24-28 and 28 on the season. Like, if it ended today, just taking a look at the standings here, they would finish two – third from the bottom here, which would be actually out of the playing games. So if it's 10th, 11th, 13th seed here. Now, we know they can kick it into overdrive here, but we're actually at the point now where yesterday coming into that game for the Lakers, Joe, it seemed like a must win for the Lakers in January, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Give me some thoughts here on the Lakers and their future. Now, they're too talented for me to miss the playoffs, but again, we're halfway through the season. If it ended today, Joe, they're out of the playoffs. So, yeah, I, you know, I give them the benefit of the doubt from the standpoint of we had said pretty much all year they didn't have any options. This team that they built with all guards, no wing players, uh, you know, it is what it is. Well, they somehow managed to pull off a trade for Hakamura, which may turn out to be here uh, one of the better trades if they end up getting to the playoffs and making a little bit of a run because anytime you have LeBron – and you have AD, you're going to have an opportunity. Hakamura adds a totally different dimension, one that they've been missing uh, here. They, he's got length. He's got the ability to get some rebounds. He can knock down some threes in the quarter. 19-9 and nine last night. 19 points, uh, nine rebounds for him. That was going to be a very, very good trade. Uh, the best trade they could make. Even better than what I thought would might be available to them. Uh, They ended up pulling off, and it's starting to pay here a little bit. But you and I both know, Donnie, um, the bet we should all be asking is um, how long until AD goes up for a rebound, lands awkwardly, and he's out for another six weeks? Because it's coming, guys. You and I both know this. I mean, it's coming. The idea that AD is going to go, you know, completely scot-free with it. He's never done it in his career, Donnie. And now we're expecting it that it's already happened once. To me, I can't invest in a team that's I know is one player away going down. Um, yeah, no, it's over for the Lakers if you lose Anthony Davis for any stretch here in the second half. Yeah, same thing with LeBron James. It's a great point you bring up, too, because the maintenance days are usually built in so you can be what, Joe? Healthy for the playoffs and the playoff run. If you are expending all of this energy just to try to get into the playoff run, you're not going to be able to take as many maintenance days as you would have hoped for down the stretch here. Now, we usually go level of trust, right, in the NFL. Who do you trust this weekend? Where are the lines going to end up? But if we look at the Lakers outside of the playoffs currently right now, if you remember last year, a similar situation with the Brooklyn Nets. Ah, if they get it together, they're healthy at the right time. They're still one of the favorites to win the NBA championship, despite we didn't even know if they would make the playoffs. Now, this year, you're taking a look at the Lakers right now at the FanDuel Sportsbook. They're 48-1 to to win the NBA championship. So the level of trust from you and the sportsbooks, how does it line up? Because the sportsbooks are going, eh, roughly 50-1. to Even if they get in, we don't think it's going to happen. Where do you see the Lakers ending up? 
could they actually miss the playoffs? Absolutely, they can miss the playoffs out, out in the West because there's no... His injury early on and their inability to be able to uh, to get some early wins, and then next thing you know, they lose Anthony Davis for a little stretch, LeBron even uh, in and out. They don't have enough scoring. We know this. We've always known this. The roster construction was iffy at best. Too many guards, not enough wing play. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. Uh, but they blew all that in the first, what, uh, Donnie, 45, 50 games here? Mm -hmm. they, you said it best. They have no more room for error, which means, you know, those scheduled losses that so many teams take uh, these days, uh, you know, where it's like, well, we're, none of us are going to play in this game. It's a loss. We're good. They can't do that anymore here. How many more games can you afford to lose like you did against Brooklyn uh, before you're going, uh-oh, um, wow, we're losing ground here. We may not make the playoffs. So, And you've got guys as brittle as Anthony Davis, who at any moment, uh, as it gets more physical down the stretch, as everybody's battling for a playoff spot? Yeah, no, I, I can't. 50 to 1 is nice. It might as well be 500 to 1, though, Donnie, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. You can't trust it. You just can't trust it. I mean, even look at the game at, in the Garden, right? They actually took a maintenance day. All their stars were healthy and still needed overtime to beat the New York Knicks. And now that the Knicks are 40 and 17 on the season, it's a tremendous win. They needed all of that effort just to get by. We'll see how it turns out here. Let's flip it over to the yep. Eastern Conference here. Miami Heat and the Cleveland Cavaliers, 100 to 97 final. This hurts my heart right here. We talked about it yesterday. What is this? A 210 total in the NBA when you used to seeing 220s, 230s, and even into the 240s? 100-97 victory in this game for the Heat. Jimmy Butler comes up with 23 points. But my bigger question mark, Joe Ranieri, is what's going on here with Donovan Mitchell? 16 points? Hasn't been a very good couple weeks for him and or the Cavaliers now 31-22 and 22 on the season. So, um, yes, and this is a vintage uh, NBA betting market yesterday because all day yesterday, Donnie, we kept hearing that, oh, Butler probably not going to go here. He's got some, uh, uh. got some, you know, got the knee. He's not going to do it. I mean, this thing was up as high as five and a half. Uh, and then we heard, oh, Donovan Mitchell's going to go. He's back. All right, he's going to be uh, good to go. He's clear. So you got a Cavs team at home, which they have been very, very good this year, healthy, uh, and then, of course, we know the difference with Jimmy on the court versus off the court this year for Miami. It is night and day. And then, voila, all of a sudden, uh, we're getting ready for tip-off. And it's like, oh, Jimmy Butler's going. So now it drops all the way down to three, three and a half. And they end up winning the game. They out Cleveland, Cleveland in this game, uh, which was uh, shocking. I mean, Miami missed. They were two of ten uh, with five turnovers in the first five minutes of this game I mean they were clamping down Cleveland and then something interesting happened yeah Miami's like oh let us show you how it's done uh this is the direction you're trying to go we do it better than you do 197 and Miami will take games like that that's how they're built to win Cavs are still trying to figure some of that out with Donovan Mitchell I got to tell you, too, like even yesterday, some of the tweets that you get from the NBA that come out, like Anthony Davis and LeBron oh. James were finally upgraded to probable at like 7 o'clock last night. So it's madness when you want to try to get that line that you think is going to happen early in the morning, never stays there at night. Clippers, however, they did stay in town with the Chicago Bulls and won by five, 
108-103 victory. That's all Kawhi Leonard here with 33 points, five assists, four rebounds, and two blocks. The Clippers, that team, if they can stay healthy, looking to do some damage in the playoffs, but a good win over the Bulls here. And the Bulls now drop to 23-27 and on the season, Joe. I have no idea how the Bulls lost this game. I have no idea how the Clippers didn't drop 400 points in this game. The numbers were staggering. Number one, Chicago had 20 turnovers in this game. Uh, unbelievable number. In fact, DeMar DeRozan, a season-high uh, eight turnovers himself. Uh, and down the Jeez. stretch, all they kept doing was turning the ball over in the second half. But what's fascinating is the Clippers were down by 19 in the first half of this game, somehow, somehow, we're only down four at the break. But here's the kicker. The Clippers were 12 of 44 from three-point range last night. And Kawhi, st- Kawhi might have had 700 points by himself if he could have hit any of the threes that he was chucking up that weren't going in. If it wasn't for Norman Powell, they don't score 80 points here. Uh, much less 108. Uh, it was a battle to the bottom. Ultimately, uh, they ended up uh, getting it done, and then a fourth quarter 16-2 to run in the final minutes of the game is what sealed it for the Clippers. But my goodness, I mean, 12-44, of 44, and they still won the game. That tells you how bad it was for the Chicago Bulls last night. How about this one? Home court advantage here for the Milwaukee Bucks, including, uh, excuse me, improving to 21-5. and five. I'd like to say he's back. Giannis Antetokounmpo, if you got used to those games, where, oh, he's got that bulky knee, and oh, no, he's got mm-hmm. two games under 10 points. Joe, 34-18 and 18 last night. My goodness, Giannis did it again. And still couldn't cover. I don't know what it is, guys, but <laughs> make a note. Now, uh, now 10 and 3 in the last 13 against the Bucks. That's what the Hornets are. They are 10 and 3 against the number. Uh, for whatever it is, Donnie, the Bucks seem to have troubles with this Charlotte team. And what a first half. LaMelo Hall was just chucking up threes. They were going. It was 64 64 at the break, Donnie. That's, uh, it was out of control. And then ultimately, it was too much Bucks in the second half. But even still, they couldn't pull away to get the cover. They were laying 11, 11 and a half. Couldn't get it done. The Hornets get another ATS cover against the Bucks. There you go. Bucks moving on here. We'll see how they do down the mm. stretch. But also, the Denver Nuggets, a 122-113 victory over the New Orleans Pelicans. By the way, Joe, just another whole hum night here for Nikola Jokic as he gets 26 Ridiculous. points, 18 rebounds, and 15 assists. And you want efficiency? 10 of 14 from the floor, 5 of 5 from the free throw line. The MVP again could be, but you know what? Reliving your high school dreams, even better. Coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Quick segment before we hit the top of the hour and hour number two right here on the early line. One of my favorite topics here is because a lot of people, Joe and Erie, go, what if? What if I could go back to high school here, maybe correct some wrongs that I thought I could have been a better athlete here, maybe a little bit more dominant? Well, never did I think once I graduated high school to return to my high school football team and catch some touchdown passes as a JV player in my 20s. Mm. Well, that happened in Virginia. Arlisha Boykins, a 22-year-old coach for the team, took the court for Churchland High School in Portsmouth, Virginia, for a game against Naismond River JV. The issue was, again, this was the coach. She was 22 years old getting buckets because she was going to impersonate a player on her JV team that was out of town, and nobody would know. The school, her Mm -hmm. own players, and nobody would catch wind of this. I love this story, Joe and Erie. Talk to me about somebody getting buckets in their 20s against 13-year-olds. Well, you know, I think you got to give um, you got to give a little leeway here because I I understand it. Twenty two year old, right? Um, that's going to uh, you know have to suit up and and play the JV game. From what I understand, is that the JV squad was actually laying three points, and that was her best player. So, from what I understand, she had a very large bet on the game, so she wanted to ensure that they actually got the cover. So, you know what? From that standpoint, that I completely get it. I would have done the same thing. It is three points is three points. I mean, let, let's, and also, you know, yeah, we want to cover the spread here, but what did her, the kids on the team say? Coaches in the game? How about the fans yeah. that would come there? Like, hey, this doesn't seem yeah. right. The coach is playing. Mm-hmm. Did anybody stop the game? Or did she go for a triple-double? It was like, hey, I'm going to play varsity in an hour as well. Catch me there at that time. Just an amazing story you, coming out of Virginia. I, but again, Joe. Did you ever think about crazy. going back to the local high school? Like, you know what? I can get a couple tackles in this football game, huh? Uh, listen, uh, at least then you can wear a helmet. Like, you might have a better shot of blending in. Like, <laughs> how do you blend in here? I don't understand. Uh, wow. Coach getting buckets here. If you think that was bad, stay tuned to what we're talking about in the Pro Bowl in the next segment. My goodness. Come on back. Wow. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.